This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Nobody wanting to go to Kansas City. I don't care even though the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. All those illegal aliens pouring across the border, and they continue to pour across the border from Mexico into Texas. When they are asked by Catholic charities, where would you like to go? Inevitably, almost every one of them says Nueva York. New York. Why? Because they have seen on Channel 41 Univision and Channel 47 uh, Telemundo, which broadcasts to the entire Hispanic-speaking world in the Western Hemisphere, Mexico, Central America, South America, and uh, the West Indies and the Caribbean. The New York City is the place to come where they put you up in five-star top-shelf hotels. And now, if you happen not to be satisfied with the accommodations which many of these illegal aliens are complaining about. They won't eat the food. Uh, they're buying weed out in the street. They're drinking Coronas. Where they get the money, I don't know. And they're having sex in the stairwells of the old Milford Plaza, now called NYC Row. So let's get an uh, update on all the Michigash, all the lies that we're being told by our mayor, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and his complexion is his protection. Because he continues to lie, lie, lie about how the illegal aliens first come to New York City, get put up in the best accommodations, and then all of a sudden he backdoors some of them and he ships them north up to Champlain, which is right on the lip of the border with Quebec. Plattsburgh, which is 40 miles away, and in some instances, Burlington, which is 200 miles away, Burlington, Vermont, which is where Bernie the Altacaca Sanders started his political career as the mayor there as an independent candidate. He's never been a Democrat. He's always been an independent. He's always been a socialist. But I digress. So if you remember, the reason that you must listen to this show religiously, and if for any reason you can't listen, get it on the podcast at WABCRadio.com. is because I break news. Last Wednesday, 
it was approximately at this time that I was telling all of you that those individuals who were protesting outside of the Watson Hotel, which is right on 57th Street between 9th and 10th, all the rooms were booked and leased by the city of New York, sometimes costing us, the sucker taxpayers in New York City, about $500 a night, that those uh, all-male illegal aliens were being moved out, sent over to the cruise line, Canard Terminal in Red Hook, a thousand cots in dormitory setting to make room for women and children who were the illegal aliens. And you remember the protests outside, and it was very embarrassing for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. And I told you what the deal was, because they did sit down and negotiate. Okay, you don't want to go to the, uh, the terminal in Red Hook. We're going to give you tickets up to Plattsburgh in which you can then continue on to the border in Quebec and you can go in, uh, into Montreal and to other cities in Canada where the asylum rules and regulations and benefits are much better than the United States. Who was involved? Homeless Services of New York City. The National Guard provided by Crime Wave Kathy Holcomb and Catholic Charities. And all of them are ducking for cover now because they don't want to acknowledge it. The New York Post took my uh, Progresso breadcrumbs and they actually created a 10-course meal. And then the New York Times followed up and connected all the dots. And it was without a doubt. The city of New York was doing the same thing that Governor Greg Abbott did at the border initially in August, in which he shipped the illegal aliens north to Washington, to New York, and Chicago. So the sanctimonious hypocrite, Eric Adams, was trapped. You figure, okay, he would say, the jig is up. Yeah, I, I did it. There's no doubt about it. But no, he's on with Don Lemon yesterday on CNN and Don, to his credit, goes right at him with a question that I would have asked that anyone should have asked. So can you tell us how many migrants recently have been given bus tickets out of the city to travel to Canada? And then he paused momentarily and lied. No, we don't uh, send migrants to Canada. <laughs> and that needs to be clear. Uh, we are doing what other municipalities, particularly the governor of Texas, was not willing to do. Have you noticed, Lou, every time this guy tells a fib, a whopper, or a lie, and he's not any different than other politicians, Republicans and Democrats, because I don't trust any of them. But he has a habit of giggling, you know, at the most inappropriate time when he's talking about a very serious subject. So he's lying there. And then Don Lemon, a good interview, moves in on him. So is the New York Times reporting inaccurate then that you're buying bus tickets for migrants who want to seek asylum in Canada? Is that inaccurate? Yes, it is. Well, now that was yesterday. That's Thursday. Let me take you back 72 hours. He's on good day. Uh, morning on Channel 5, Rosanna Scotto. And it's in response to the New York Post uh, expose that the city, Catholic Charities, Homeless Services, the National Guard are rerouting illegal aliens not happy here and telling them there's a better life awaiting them in Canada and they're buying the tickets, reticketing them and giving them petty cash to make their way to Montreal. 
are an amazing partnership with Catholic Charities who uh, they just has, they have a history of being there for those in need. Uh, those who are seeking to go somewhere else, not we're pushing or forcing, if they're seeking to go somewhere else, we are helping in the reticketing process of uh, what we found that people had other destinations, but they were being compelled only to come to New York City, and we are assisting in interviewing those who seek to go somewhere else. Some want to go to Canada, some Someone wants to go to warmer states, uh, and we are uh, there for them as they continue to move on with their pursuit of this dream. So we're assisting them to go to Canada, which means we're reticketing them, which means we're buying them tickets, we're giving them petty cash. He said that, he admitted that, about the New York Post expose and what I had said the previous Wednesday. And then 72 hours later to Don Lemon, he lies and he says the New York Times, which repurposed that story with even more documentary evidence is lying and you know why he can say that a white mayor his complexion would not have been his protection they would have been all over bill de blasio but eric adams complexion is his protection so let's look at the latest we have daniel ortega the dictator of nicaragua and his wife the vice president uh, appointed for life. They've arrested all of the political dissidents. The only one they haven't arrested yet in Nicaragua is the Cardinal. Uh, they have opted to do what Fidel Castro did in the 1980s with the Mariolitos, release those who were in mental asylums in prisons and have them flood the beaches of Florida where Jimmy Carter was more than happy to receive them. Eventually, they were sent to Fort Chaffee in Arkansas. Then Governor Bill Clinton, a young, fresh-faced governor with a great future, accepted them. They ended up burning down the fort, and Bill Clinton lost his re-election, only to come back two years later, and you know the rest of the story. So, Nicaragua, Daniel Ortega, friend of Bill and Charlene de Blasio. We're going to be talking about Bill de Blasio wants to be the next Secretary of Labor coming up. Oh, the chutzpah, the hubris. But anyway, I digress. And so all of a sudden, he's doing the exactly the same thing and saying, go to America. We'll help you get to the border in Mexico and then bum rush the border and ask to go to New York. Now, we don't have a large Nicaraguan community here, just like we never had a large Venezuelan community. Have no business coming here. There's no sponsors. There's no family members. And yet we, the sucker taxpayers, are going to have to absorb them. I ask all of you, where are the 10,000 Ukrainian war refugees that we were supposed to accept here in New York City? Legitimately seeking asylum, war refugees who were told they had to have sponsors. Haven't heard, not hide nor hair about them since. You can make the argument that they legitimately belong here, but... Let's be very honest. The majority of them are either followers of the Greek Orthodox Christian Church or the Russian Orthodox Christian Church, or they're Jews. They're not Catholics. Almost everyone else bum-rushing the border from Mexico to Texas are Catholic, and Catholic Charities is flipping the bill for that, and guess who's flipping the bill to Catholic Charities? Us, so they can fill up the pews in their Catholic churches. And now maybe the biggest rip-off of all. We have a red Chinese owner of the Holiday Inn at 99 Washington Street on the corner of Rector Street, right in the shadow of the New York Stock Exchange. A 500-unit lodging, the world's tallest hotel for Holiday Inn. It has now been leased 
Lock, stock, and barrel by Eric Adams and the administration to house 500, 500 illegal aliens coming across the border. The owners, the Golden Seahorse, they're a Chinese. The leader of the pack, Zhubao Ji, he's been in bankruptcy court before. In fact, in this case, the bankruptcy court judge at the federal level in Wilmington said to these red Chinese investors, hey, you got a sucker there in New York. His name is Eric Adams. He's leasing hotel space like there's no tomorrow. In fact, as of yesterday, 82 different no-tell motel Holiday Inn Expresses and top-shelf five-star hotels have been leased At us, the taxpayers' expense. Remember, you're not getting any help from the federal government or the state government or any other administration. It's all on our backs. He's willing to lease hotel space. Why don't you go to the administration there, Red Chinese, and cut a deal with him? And this way you can forestall uh, bankruptcy, Chapter 11. And that's exactly what the Red Chinese did. Now, this may be... An exact pipeline to Emperor Xi. Nobody has checked the background of Golden Seahorse or this hotel owner, Zhubao Xi, notice same name, who is the primary owner and operator for the second time in a row. That Holiday Inn at 99 Washington Street on the corner of Rector Street has declared Chapter 11. And now all of a sudden, who's bailing them out? Us. Did we have a say in this? No. Did any of our elected officials have a say in this? No. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, has used emergency powers because he claims that it is a a national emergency and we have to procure and lease space that at some point in the future could amount, now get this, $10.5 billion. And right now, every nickel, diamond, penny we are going to be held responsible for the taxpayers of New York City. That is a double disgraziata. That is a double shanda. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Smoking that Maui Waui and Hindu Kush. Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed the city that we love with a Miley Cyrus wrecking ball over eight years, has emerged from the crypt. He's like a zombie, you know. You just got to keep hitting him. Whack them all. He was going to run for that brand-new congressional district vacated by the whale, Jerry Nadler. And then thought twice 
when initial polling indicated that he would probably finish dead last amongst 10 Democrats vying for the Democratic line, because that district in the northern part of Brooklyn, all blue, all Democrat, all the time. A natural uh, slam dunk for the Democrat who uh, became the congressman of that area. And we thought that we had enough of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope. Uh, He was a adjunct professor at Harvard University uh, back in Cambridge where he was birthed. And they basically said, no mas, no mas, we don't want you anymore. The kids, uh, they're just saying, what the hell is he doing here? He's going to teach us poli-sci? He's the worst mayor the city of New York has ever had. And that's saying a lot when you consider David Dinkins, a Beam, John Lindsay, and go way back to Jimmy Walker, who in many ways is very much like Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, except the fact he was a white Irish guy who had to leave town before they put him in federal lockup. But I digress. Let's get back on track. So here it is. Uh, we thought that we were finally rid of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, and his wife, Charlene. Well, he can still be seen outside of his favorite pizza parlor on 7th Avenue and 11th Street, where he owns two, count them, two homes, and is raking in a lot of dough because you know what the assessed property values are in Park Slope. They're astronomical. And he's still scoring uh, Maui Waui and Hindu Kush from his fame, his favorite Rastafarian drug dealer who's been slinging marijuana there for years. And so he goes home and he does puff, puff, pass with Charlene. We know that. And we're still asking ourselves, whatever happened to the one and a half billion dollars from that fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi program that you put your wife Charlene in, in charge of called Thrive? that was supposed to help the emotionally disturbed persons in New York City. There are more of them now than ever before. Where did the money go? Never get an answer. There was never an investigation by Tish James, the attorney general, because she has eyes only for anything labeled Trump. There was never subpoenas issued by the controller of the city of New York at that time, Scott, oh, oh, the mama Luke, (laughs) or even this guy now. doesn't matter. They're Democrats. They're not going to investigate where one and a half billion dollars went. And I would tell you, probably in a bank in Panama, the Cayman Islands, could be in Switzerland. The money was never used. It clearly was taken by the de Blasio's, and they've never been forced to account for it. So now what's the newest plot in the revival, the resurrection of Comrade Bill de Blasio, part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope? He desperately is lobbying Joe Biden through Eric Adams, through other Democrats, to become the next Secretary of Labor of the United States. That's right. And remember, as much as recently Eric Adams is vacillating back and forth, you never know where the swagger man is going to be because he's always pivoting and shifting. Remember in that last debate against me at Channel 7 Eyewitness News, when we were asked to give a grade level to then the departing uh, Bill de Blasio, he gave Bill de Blasio a B-plus, and I went crazy. Did you say B-plus? We have a B-plus and an F. Thank you, gentlemen. social promotion at its worst. Thank you, Mr. Slater. It's been a disaster, and you've been his partner. You've been his teammate. Dave Evans, you have an disaster in Brooklyn. Thank you, Mr. Slater. And, I mean, they just shut me down like they did all during the campaign. These reporters wouldn't let me get a word in edgewise because, remember, Eric Adams, 
was uh, the savior, the new face of the Democratic Party, the future president of the United States. His approval level, ladies and gentlemen, is the lowest of any mayor ever since approval levels were taken, 37%. I attribute that, Lou, as you know, to his appearances with Sid Rosenberg, because before he appeared with Sid on a regular basis as one of his friends, he was at 42%. Not too bad. 37% is an all-time low. We'll get to that in the Sid rep. But he gave Bill de Blasio a B plus in the minds of a lot of these Democrats, especially the progressives, the left wing. They don't think Bill de Blasio did that bad a job. They're actually lobbying Bill de, excuse me, Joe Biden to have Bill de Blasio become the next labor secretary of the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, collectively, it's got to be over our dead bodies. He was the worst. But now Eric Adams was back in court, believe it or not, with all the Michigash going on in the city. A fire department whose leadership is vacating. There's mutiny on the bounty. A Commissioner Jenkins who has left in disgrace of homeless services in which the numbers just keep quadrupling. And NYCHA with over 330 facilities without a chairman now who has fled back to Minneapolis. You would think... You would think the mayor should be applying all of his time to dealing with those problems. No, he was in administrative law court yesterday arguing the fact that he was getting tickets again for not doing rat mitigation, getting rid of rats. And remember, this has become an obsession. This has become a dedicated rampage that he goes on almost every other day when anybody asks him about four-legged rats. I hate Rats. 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 I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. Let me tell you how scared I am of rats. The rats may be listening. I'm terrified of rats. All of you are scared of rats, too. I had a real rat infestation. Rats are everywhere. We were feeding rats. Those rats use it as perfume. Trust me, you got rats. We were creating an environment where rats felt comfortable. See one scurrying down the block. We want to get rid of rats. We're going to kill rats. Kill some rats. Killing rats. Called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Kill rats. And you see a rat and say, okay, you guys failed. The guy blackmailed me. He said, I know you're scared of rats. Rats do not run the city. Rats don't run our city. You can be the rats off. Fighting crime, fighting inequality, and fighting rats. Fighting rats. If you're not scared of rats, you are, you are really, you're my hero. Now, I thought, hey, I'm your hero because I'm not afraid of rats. Two-legged rats, four-legged rats. If you remember back on January 7th, it was a month ago that I said, hey, I'll be your rat czar. You don't have to pay me any money, and I'll do the PM shift. Because I know you need a rat czar to be uh, doing the administrative detail during the day. I'll, I'll do it from 10 at night to 4 in the morning. I'm out anyway, dealing with all the crime in the city. I can deal with the rats, the mice, the rodents, because that's when the feral cats are out there, nocturnal too. And I made the offer, hey, I'll be the rat czar. And for two days, it was going fairly well. Until all of a sudden, Lou, we started cleaning up his block on Lafayette Avenue, cleaning up his own patio and terrace to put our two uh, uh, our two feral cats there, Batman and Robin, who would have uh, kept the rats, the mice, the rodents off of that street. And then he told me to get the F off his property. And so yesterday, instead of just paying the fines, this is the second time that he's gone into administrative law court. The first time he went in with corporation counsel, which is illegal. He has to go in with his own private counsel. But they destroyed the two tickets uh, that had been written to him. 
Well, the health department inspectors went in and they saw that his house was an active rat runway and had rat infestation. And so now he goes back into court and he says a thousand times no. To the credit of this judge, though, this judge has decided to hold over a decision for 30 days because Eric Adams was presenting evidence, videos, photos, that everything is clean in front of his house, that he has his own way of uh, eliminating rats, which is drowning them, which is really barbaric. I mean, everybody acknowledges that. There's so many better ways. And so the judge didn't make a decision to rip up $1,200 in tickets. Instead, the judge decided to hold it over for 30 days. So based on the fact that at his state of the city address in the Flushing Meadow Theater the other day, he took another shot at me after I had volunteered my services. Listen to what he had to say, Lou. And pretty soon, Commissioner Tish, they're going to hate me. (laughs) Hiring our new rat czar, and it won't be Curtis Sliwa, will be just the beginning of a new era and delivering the best in public service and public spaces. So let me see. He said on December 7th he was going to hire a rat czar, $170,000, and that that person had to be dedicated to eliminating rats. And there's no way you can eliminate them. You can only have detente. Anybody who's ever dealt with rats knows you'll never eliminate them. They've been here since the beginning of time. If uh, Vladimir Putin ever follows uh, on his promise to drop an atomic weapon right over the Empire State Building, we will be melted down, we citizens. Rats, mice, and cockroaches will survive. They will survive. They survive anything. All you can do is knock them down to a point where they stay underground most of the time. And occasionally they may venture out. But other than that, you're never going to beat the rats. You're never going to eliminate the rats. And having a rat czar that he announced with a lot of attention, a lot of pomp and circumstance back on December 7th. And, Lou, to this day, it's two months later, he's still arguing against his tickets in administrative law court, which is really foolish. He should just pay the tickets. And we still don't have a rat czar. And I'm still doing the work of the rat czar. We were out in front of his building on Lafayette Avenue earlier today cleaning the street because at times it is very filthy. It's not just Eric Adams is a, a absentee landlord. He is. But there are a number of other residents on that black and bed sty. Some African-Americans who've been there for decades. A lot of new movers in who are hipster and millennials like our own Macedonian Phil. Just not keeping the block clean. Uh, and we discovered another dead rat uh, right on the curb. I'm not blaming Eric Adams for that. But I will tell you that I'm going to be filing a friend of the court brief with this administrative law uh, judge who wanted to withhold decision for 30 days because he presented photos and video of what the property looks like now, not at the time he received the tickets. I and a guardian angel named Zeke were actually at the location uh, back there towards January 7th, January 8th, and there is documentary evidence of us scrubbing the steps, cleaning the patio, uh, going uh, through the downtown, uh, the downstairs area, which is an illegal converted basement that he claimed he lived in for quite some time. We know that species. And there are rat burrows. There are rats that are living in his basement. And being an absentee landlord, my advice to the mayor is stop fighting the tickets. 
and just sell the building. You're not Donald Trump. You're not a realtor. You don't know how to manage a building. You got more than enough to do running the city of New York. So in order to avoid any more Michigash on this, Lou, do yourself a favor, Eric Adams. Just sell the building there. These hipsters and millennials like Mastoni and Phil who live on a blind trust and mommy and daddy gave them in Iowa or Idaho will love it. And then it's their headache. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid Wrap-Up. Oi! Somewhere. Great show this morning, Sid Rosenberg and friends, although he had his fiend, his foe, yours truly on, as I am every Monday at 7.05, Wednesday at 7.05, and earlier today, Friday at 7.05. And uh, later on in the show, very special guest that Sid had, who is the director, the producer, and the star, Danny A., of this upcoming movie, which will be at big screens in movie theaters throughout North America. And obviously, you'll have it on uh, your laptop and your work computer. Gemini Lounge, right there, Canarsie, in which I knew most of these Gavones, most of these Jadrules. So Curtis Sliwa, who is a great New Yorker, you know Curtis, Guardian Angels. Yeah, the whole thing. of course. So he grew up in Canarsie. So he knew all these guys. I knew Joey Testa. I knew Patty Testa. The other guy, Anthony's about to go to prison soon, by the way, next year. He's like, how am I not in the movie? I go, because you're not an actor. Nobody wants to put you in a movie. But I know all these guys. So he's lurking around the studio somewhere. Oh, so okay. he's going to come up to you, the Mr. Guardian Angel himself, and he's going to yell at you, Danny, why, in, why aren't I in the movie? Because I knew these guys personally, which he did. He's a Canarsie boy. So Okay. Well, yeah, yeah they're from, you know, Flowers and Canarsie. And, uh, I would, if I would have known, I would have used him maybe for consulting. I mean, you know, I don't know. Is he an actor? No, he's not an actor. He's a great guy. He's a great he guy. He does great work. But but... Some people would say, Mastonian Phil and Lou, I am an actor in a red beret and red sateen jacket running around, uh, almost uh, to be 69 in March. But anyway, I had a chance to meet with Danny A. afterwards. He showed me the trailer, the two-minute trailer, I got to tell you, I've seen a lot of mob movies. This is really good. A lot of the actors and actresses that he chose for the roles almost look exactly like these guys and gals I grew up with. The guys being psychotic killers, especially Joey Testa, Anthony Centaur, who are the Gemini Lounge twins, uh, and the brother, pretty boy, Patty Testa. Anyway, uh, that was great. I'm going to the... um, the opening on Monday, Lou, I'll be there with a lot of people who I think wanted to kill me when I was younger. We're still with the Lucchese's and the Gambinos. This should be interesting at that screening on Monday night. Anyway, I actually, uh, based on this uh, lead article in the Daily News today, and you can see it, it's the major story of the Daily News by Chris Sumnerfelt, who is their best reporter. He's on the jockstrap of our own Sid Rosenberg. The headline is, far-right Trump fan Sid. 
and Mayor Eric Adams getting chummy, and they got pictures of Sid and uh, Eric Adams at the restaurants that they've been having sit-downs at. And it's definitely a lot of Democrats are upset. They're trying to create a divide. And I just think it's a matter of time before uh, this love affair breaks up because of political reasons. But I will tell you this. I gave a reason why I think it's better for Eric Adams personally and professionally to have dinner with Sid than to have dinner with the felony friends that he's oftentimes accompanied with. I would much rather see him hanging out with you and Gabe than these two crooks. Because, you know, he has a number of friends who are very nefarious, who are former felons, who uh, he claims that he's mentoring. And I know he's not mentoring. Hold on a second. You got a set of balls on you. You're going to talk to me about him having friends at Apollonius? Yes. When you grew up hanging out with Joey Testa, yes. Patty Testa. Right. Let's not Anthony forget S- the craziest yeah. of all, Anthony Centaur. Right. So- hey, good point. It was psychotic killers. I gave them their first beatdowns, taught them uh, stickball, and then we parted ways. Although, to be honest with all of you ladies and gentlemen, it's a hell of a lot better for our city, uh, for uh, Eric Adams uh, professionally and personally to be hanging out with Sid Rosenberg and his son, and not the bling-bling bishop, who is his spiritual advisor and pal, Lamore Whitehead, who's on his way back to jail for bilking uh, his congregants, or his latest friend, who was just sprung from Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, the federal pen, the former state senator, Malcolm Smith, who went to jail for political corruption. That guy's a crook, and he's been seen all over town with Eric Adams lately. Much better that sits with him. And then finally, uh, (laughs) I said to Sid, you know, if the people doing analytics for Eric Adams get his ear, your friendship is soon going to fall to the wayside because of the political analytics. Ever since you came on board and reunited with Eric Adams, because you were his friend originally when he was borough president. Yes, we were friends. And then you just dropped napalm on him all during the election cycle. And in his hey, first, Bill, make sure you cut this out of the uh, podcast later on today. Good, I'm sorry. Uh, and also during his first year in office, you were yeah. dropping napalm yeah, on him on a regular basis. Then you rediscovered Eric Adams. Well, let me give you the analytics. If I was advising Eric Adams, I would say, "Schmuck putz, <laughs> you were at 42 percent approval rating. Now you're at an all-time low. No mayor has ever been at 37 percent." Oh, hold on a second. Oh, you're not. You're not saying that Eric Adams lost five percentage points in his popularity and has gone to that level because of his friendship with me. Are well, you? What's the only difference between the last poll and now? His appearances with you on WABC, 42% to 37%. Look, he calls himself the Biden of Brooklyn. Joe Biden is at 40%. Kathy Crimewave Holcomb is at 50%. Bill de Blasio at his worst day in eight years was at 38%. He has hit rock bottom with you. And... He said, and it's in the article, that his favorite show on radio is Sid Rosenberg. Well, he said that at a press conference. It wasn't even about radio, not just for the audience. You no, know, he didn't make any uh, quotes in this article. The writer took that at a press conference weeks ago when out of nowhere, unprovoked, he said, my favorite radio host in this city is Sid Rosenberg. Yeah, well, that pissed off Charlemagne the God and all the <laughs> brothers and sisters there on the FM side. So that's where he lost. He lost 5% because he decided to hook up with the McWhitey Whitey, the Trumper. Oh, my God. If I were his political advisors, I would say, man, you got to cut the umbilical cord here. This is a killer.